In the last podcast, I told you that focusing on 100% utilisation is the wrong thing for return on investment. But how can that be? Are we not taught that utilisation means productivity? Are we not encouraged to stretch our staff, to get the most out of that staff salary? Are we not even told it's a good thing to sweat the asset? Welcome to the Better Return on Investment from Software Development Podcast. A podcast aimed at those that fund software development and those that work with them. In a series of short weekly podcasts, I, your host Mark Taylor, hope to educate and inform on why traditional management processes won't get you the best return on your investment. And along the way, I'll provide some advice on how to improve that. Traditional management techniques would certainly tell us that sweating the asset is how we improve productivity. If we can get more work out of the same staff, then that's great, right? In the 1880s, Frederick Taylor found that he could increase productivity through piece rate. He would break the work down into manageable bite-sized tasks, train the employees how to perform those tasks in a standard way, and incentivize an employee on how many times they could perform that task in a given period. This is great, right? The employee works harder, they get paid more. And the company gets more work done faster. Everyone wins. Does this sound familiar? Management decide how long a task should take to complete, then expect the individual to complete that task within a given period. The individual's remuneration is then linked to that task having been carried out. This sounds very traditional. It sounds very much like command and control. Now this can work for a very repeatable bite-sized task. But it really needs to be thought about within the full scientific management rigour that Taylor advocated. Software development is definitely not repeatable. By its very nature, it is thinking for a living. It's knowledge work, as briefly discussed in the last podcast. At its heart is problem solving, something I will dig into in future podcasts. Ultimately, even Taylor wouldn't advocate this approach for knowledge work. He said, In our scheme, we do not ask the initiative of our men. We do not want any initiative. All we want of them is to obey the orders we give them, do what we say, and do it quickly. Now that is completely at odds with any definition of knowledge work, where a key aspect is initiative. And yet I see this every day trying to slice up a developer's time to fill it as much as possible. They should always be at the keyboard, head down working. Anything else means we're not getting the best from them, right? And I'll admit having made those mistakes myself in the past. But the focus should never be on the developer's utilisation. It's the value that that work delivers. The minute you focus on the benefit delivered by the work rather than the cost of producing it, then you start to think in a much better way for achieving better return on your investment. Don't worry, I'll come back to the cost as part of investment in a future podcast. It's obviously important in any conversation, but not as important as the benefits. It's a rare thing to measure the benefits of software development work. We will normally track the work as a project, a row on a spreadsheet to be delivered. We celebrate the completion of the spreadsheet row, not the value of the work actually delivered. And we dive more into this in the next episode.
This podcast has been hosted by me, Mark Taylor. It has been produced by Redfold Consultancy, a consultancy that can help you achieve better return on your software development investment. You can contact them or sign up to the mailing list at red-folder.com or you can reach out to me at Twitter at redfoldermark. Next week, I'll tell you why projects are bad for return on investment.